0: a prescription for life. My name is Linda Gallic I'm a health and wellness consultant with Bell & Health. And I am so pleased to be joined today by one of our fabulous registered dietitians, Lee Herkus.
1: Yes, thank you for having me on today.
0: Lee is one of my favorite people because... When Lee talks about things, he has this beautiful gift of being able to take really complicated things and explain them in a way that makes sense to someone like myself. So, Lee, thanks for taking the time today. Absolutely. I'm
1: excited to be on.
0: Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, just give us a little history of how you ended up at Bellin. Why did you decide to become a registered dietitian and and why Bellin?
1: Yeah. So, well, it started at a young age. I was actually overweight for a good chunk of my life. Um, And then during my teenage years, late teenage years, I should say, I got interested in nutrition and fitness and saw what you can do just by revamping your meal plan and and becoming Mm -hmm. a little bit more active. Um, And that's uh, basically got me into UWGB and their dietetics program eventually. And from there, I did some interns or interning with Bellin. And afterwards, the position opened up and Thankfully, they hired me on. <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome. Very cool.
0: That's so interesting to hear about that it started for you at a younger age because it, it did for me as well. Like, health and wellness kind of became apparent as I was thinking that king size lemon poppy seed muffins were healthy. <laughs> and then I came to understand that they were not such a healthy option. Yeah. And uh, what a difference it, it made to start eating better and just moving
1: yeah I think it really helps when you have that personal story behind it um, because mm-hmm. you can really then dive into what are the struggles that come along with it and the balancing that you have to eventually find um, so yeah I'm really happy there is a career that is more in the health and wellness setting and I really do think it suits my my personality at this point
0: yeah very cool and you're so good at it
1: you're so I appreciate good at that it. yeah absolutely
0: So, Lee, this month, the lifesaver topic is chew on this. So we're really Mm -hmm. focusing on the foods that are better for our bodies, and specifically in terms of reducing risk of chronic disease Mm -hmm. and those types of things. So, And often, I think, when we talk about nutrition, people may have this crazy idea that, well, you just have to live on broccoli and chicken breast to be healthy. And, of course, you and I know that that isn't necessarily the ticket. What do you think is the biggest myth that people think about nutrition?
1: Yeah, well, I think still, I mean, I'm always amazed that we're still come back to one of the biggest points is that there's no one diet that's going to cure everything. Mm -hmm. And although we still have diets that come up year to year that this is the magic bullet, when we really look at it, it, it is more about dietary pattern rather than one specific diet of eliminating certain things and only eating certain items. Um, so I think that's the number one thing is if we can get people thinking more about their pattern as a whole, rather than trying to follow a really rigid diet plan, that's usually not going to last for more than three or six months.
0: Absolutely. I think that's so key for people to really find the things that work for them mm-hmm. and to continue to keep doing them. And like you said, it's not like this one magic thing. It's more Correct. about what are you doing day after day after day? What are those things?
1: And, and that's the tough part is, is building that consistency. And, and really people sometimes start too large. They try to change too many things at, at a time. So it's usually just trying to start one or two things that you can do consistently for a month. And then once you feel comfortable, they're adding on another. So that way you are really building consistent habits rather than just doing it for a week and then saying, Oh, I can't do it anymore. It's too hard.
0: Yeah. I love that because Often people do get overwhelmed, and just starting small can make a big difference. You know, Absolutely. Just focusing on water for the week, or just focusing on an extra fruit and vegetable at each meal, or whatever that looks like.
1: Absolutely, yeah, those are great tips overall. Cool.
0: So, um, how do you think nutrition affects somebody's overall health, and what do you be- what have you seen as far as the link to diseases?
1: Yeah, well, I would say definitely the shift away from whole foods. We've seen many chronic diseases go up now. So heart disease, Mm -hmm. I work in the diabetes field, so I've definitely seen a lot more of that. I think the latest kind of stats are half of America either has prediabetes or diabetes. So that's a huge statistic. Um, So I feel like the shift away from home-cooked meals more towards processed foods, fast foods. They also call them highly palatable foods, so things Mm -hmm. that we overeat more easily. Um, and those are things that often have more fat and sugar. Um, all the stuff that our brain really likes, but it's hard then to pull back on, mm-hmm. portion-wise. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think you're really touching on something that um, is really significant, is this idea of our culture and mm-hmm. how our culture is set up. And our culture is very much set up for these fast, yep. convenient foods and people aren't cooking right. as much. and so where does somebody start like what do you recommend to try and combat some of that
1: yeah typically how i would kind of work with a client is just having them start with at least one home cooked meal a week and Mm -hmm. some people be like what that doesn't sound like a lot but hey if you're eating out every day and you go cutting that back to even one or two days that still, if you can be consistent with that, could have a health benefit Mm -hmm. long-term. And then starting with easy recipes, so maybe a sheet pan meal, something that's really easy cleanup. Um, Grilling, I always am a big fan of that because, again, not a lot of cleanup. Um, Food usually tastes a little bit better on the grill, especially if you throw veggies on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, starting small and working your way up to more complex recipes as you'd want.
0: Yeah, and I love that you brought that up because I think that's another myth that people think, oh, if I'm going to cook dinner all the time it's going to take me three hours and absolutely not you can do some of those simple easy things absolutely and I think another tip is just to double it up you know if you're going to do some cooking make twice as much food have some leftovers for lunches and and those types of things and then you don't have to cook every day if you don't want to
1: correct that's where that one meal cook could turn into at least two meals that you could have out of it Um, and i know i have some clients that are are right now i'm thinking in the back of my head that they do not like leftovers and i I can appreciate that so i encourage those clients to view leftovers as a new ingredient so trying to put it into Hmm. maybe a different dish um, so sometimes soups and stews can work well in that scenario, or a casserole. Midwestern individuals tend to like casseroles, so it's sometimes easy to throw some of those leftovers into a casserole and make it a new meal.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, great idea. So what um, when we look at what's going to prevent disease, we want to look at some of those more nutritious, mm-hmm. whole foods. We know there's a connection there. So what kind of tips do you have as far as how do we get more of those into our diets? Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I think there's three kind of big pillars that if we can get more in, you're definitely going to see probably some health benefits. So the number one would be like nuts or seeds or nut butters um, mm-hmm. for those who can tolerate or aren't allergic. Mm-hmm. Um, so a way to get those in, was soup, or not soups, <laughs> salads, um, uh, yogurt parfaits can be a great way, smoothies, so peanut butter or Uh, Almond butter or things like that into a smoothie can add some different flavor. Um, And then even just putting on like whole grain toast, crackers, things of that nature can be a way to easily incorporate some of those items. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, I want to go back to the nut butter idea because I know that some people are still we have that old 1980s maybe um, (laughs) mindset of, oh, but I'm scared of fat. Yeah, Let's talk about fat for a second. I really want your take on this.
1: Yeah. Well, we've seen again from like the fifties onwards, we got kind of that scared of fat kind of momentum going. Thankfully we shifted a little bit in the nineties and then we started just demonizing saturated fat, unfortunately. And now finally in the two thousands and onwards, we finally have come to the conclusion that fat is not a negative and even saturated fats not a negative it's all about trying to just choose more quality fats in general mm-hmm. um, so again the nuts and seeds definitely fall into that there's many health benefits they come with fiber um, there's some protein involved there. And usually when we have fats at a mealtime, you feel a little bit more full longer. Mm-hmm. So it might help to make you feel not so snacky through the day and even stabilize your blood sugars a bit more.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. And that's always a really important thing for people to understand, too, because the more we can stabilize blood sugar, yeah. the less we're going to have those up and down yeah. crashes and cravings that come
1: from Absolutely. eating those highly processed foods. Absolutely. So people should not be scared of fat. Um, again with any food and I'm think I'm telling you any type of food out there there is a portion that you need to try to stay within mm-hmm. for just long-term health but you should not be scared to eat fats
0: absolutely yeah thanks thanks for explaining that because I just think that's important to hit on so where do you think someone can look then to to find more information or what kind of resources yeah. do you recommend to kind of help somebody get
1: started on on a a better pattern of eating. Yeah, correct. So I think a, a great website that that's just has some really credible information is EatRight.org. So that's put on by the Dietetic Association. So anything you find on there is going to be credible. Um, there's recipes, just simple tips mm. and tricks on how to boost your nutrient-rich foods. Um, from there, I, I like a Nutrition Action. It's called. It's a newsletter, and okay. it just has really. Tone down research study. So it takes research and then it puts it at a level where everyone can understand it. Um, there's also recipes involved in that newsletter. They have an online website as well. So if you just type in Nutrition Action, that will pull up their online parts of their website as well.
0: Do you have any apps that you recommend for people to, to help them kind of track, track what they're doing? Yeah,
1: so I think my biggest push lately has been tracking via pictures. So okay. there's an app called FoodView, And you just snap pictures of your meals and snacks, and then you can type in little notes if you want to underneath. And I like that better because some individuals, when they start to track all their macros, like protein, fat, and carbs, it can mess with their brain a bit. They get Mm. a little fixated on that. So I find that the, the tracking with the pictures at least gives you a pattern like, okay, am I including nuts and seeds daily? Am I having enough produce? And then if you work with a professional, we can both look at it and kind of fine tune it overall.
0: Absolutely. So another resource available to people is if they want to talk to you or they want to talk to another registered dietitian at Bellin. Definitely available.
1: Absolutely. So we have many on staff. So if you don't want to work with a male, we have tons (laughs) of females on staff as well. Um, So all you'd have to do is call Central Scheduling or even ask your doctor for a referral. And yeah, we will cover any topic that you'd want to dive into.
0: Beautiful. That's awesome. Well, Lee, thank you so much. What a great discussion about nutrition. I just, I love talking about nutrition. I think it's so, it's so vital to how our bodies function. So it's just great to hear from you and and to get some extra little tips to, to help us. Get a little bit healthier.
1: Yeah, little by little. Remember, it's all about consistency. Love that. Love
0: that. Well, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Again, Lee Herkus, registered dietitian with Bellin Health. Uh, Feel free to like and share this podcast. And we'll see you next time.